1: Good morning, everybody. We welcome you into Catholic Women Now here around our coffee chat table um, on this kind of a cloudy day, but uh, it's supposed to get warm. So how are you, Chris? But it's
2: always a beautiful day in Iowa Catholic Radio, Julie. It's
1: sunshiny here. <laughs> yes, we always have sunshine, don't we? Don't we yeah, we yes.
2: bring the sunshine in. Right, Tony? Our, our Tony producer's shaking his head. Yeah.
1: <laughs> you yeah, bet, yep. you bet. Hey, I'm excited about our our topic today. It's kind of a little different than what we've done in the past. We're going to get into some women's health uh, issues that we have.
2: Yes, but don't run away men, because what we're talking about also affects men.
1: Together. Well and you might be married to a woman who has some of these issues too. And you, you might be you know mm-hmm. um you can help her out. You can yes. understand it better sometimes. Yes. So yes. yes. So but we have us two gals from Rock Valley physical therapy, Stephanie Kelsick and Stacy Kennings and they're here to talk a little bit about I know I've heard my friends say this. I do push I do crunches. I do Sit-ups, and I still have that little pooch, and I can't get rid of it. Well, these ladies have an answer to that that could possibly could be the reason why. And I'm
2: excited because I've had one of those little things. Even when I weighed 98 pounds when I was young, you know, I mean, for some reason I've had it. So my crunches, whatever I've been doing in my life, I have not been working. I think
1: I weighed 98 pounds for about two, di- two days in middle school, Chris. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was pretty young when I weighed 98 pounds, Really believe me? Oh, golly. Well, uh, should we start with prayer? Yes. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Okay, so this week is Homecoming Week at Dowling Catholic High School. And for the, our listeners who are outside the Des Moines area, that is the local Catholic High School here in Des Moines. And my daughter's a senior, and this, you know, how your your kids went to Dowling, and Chris and you know that that this week is they dress up in different, uh, you know yes, themes. Yes. So this week the theme was the different decades. Although they missed, they skipped the sixties. And oh, I darn. no, I'm yeah, I yeah, I think I the sixties could be skipped. They were fun. Yeah. <laughs>
0: The costume
2: or the clothing. W- and what was do you, fun, you remember about the 60s? <laughs> I was a baby. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but today, I, I know they're in 90s, right? Yes. 90s,
1: today's right? the 90s day. So we went to Goodwill over the weekend. I, do you know how busy Goodwill is on a Saturday? I was surprised. It's cri- it was crazy. <laughs> and anyway, so Mary found this sweater from Talbot's. And I'm looking at him like, I probably donated that because <laughs> it is from the 90s. So she got dressed up today and she came down. And I had one of those flashbacks and like a mini me moment I'm like oh my gosh she looked just like the 90s it was so good it's
2: funny because when they said the 90s I heard John Leonetti talking about it on the morning show I'm thinking 90s I don't even know what that looks like well I I probably still have those 90s well
1: (laughs) in the 90s I was wearing maternity clothes so I you know that's what they looked like there you go well did not you remember the bib overalls you had the bib overalls? Yes. I had, yes. A ve- I had a black velvet pair, and I thought it was so cool wearing it with a red turtleneck and pearl necklace out <laughs> for the evening. <laughs> I had the
2: bib overall shorts that I wore, I think, through the end of the 90s, pretty much. I
1: still have mine, Yeah. but they I were, use, I used mine for paintings. So. I used
2: mine for maternity wear. <laughs> oh, Yeah.
1: Yeah, so anyway, oh, she, they're having a lot of fun there over at yeah. Darling with Homecoming so Week. So
2: fun. Well, hey, we have the Iowa Catholic Radio co- um, Carathon coming up next week. Are you excited?
1: I am excited. It's a big week around here. We're all gearing up, and uh, we uh, hope that uh, those listening today will consider supporting us in some way next week. And you don't have to wait till next week. You can go online right now at Iowa Catholic Radio and make a donation online. Um, right. But, you know, I think it's important for people to understand that, all programming that we have here at Iowa Catholic Radio comes because Iowa Catholic Radio is on the air. It's kind of the umbrella, and I know there's other medias that ask for um, some financial help, too, but I'd like our listeners just to consider Iowa Catholic Radio in their giving.
2: Yeah, and I would say, I would ask um, Iowa Catholic Radio listeners, ladies and men, to um, pray about, you know, maybe is God challenging you to give a little bit more this time or to add us to your prayer list? You know, right, we, we can use both
1: we we're, it, we're it, Iowa Catholic radio is impacting lives. We hear it every single mm-hmm. day it's it's uh, so many people out there need that message of hope. So anyway, so we are going to have a big week next week, and we want to welcome any new listeners from All Saints Parish here in Des Moines. They're doing the Encounter Jesus this week. So welcome aboard to Iowa Catholic Radio and Catholic Women Now.
2: Yeah, I'm sure after you list, you take that one-week challenge, it'll, it won't just be one week. You're going to extend and stay with us. It happened
1: to both of us. <laughs> it did. It happened to both and of us. And look at us. Now we're on the radio. Oh, my so. goodness. Oh my.
2: You could be on the radio, too. <laughs> yes.
1: Yep. that's right.
2: Well, we want to say thank you to Cindy Schulte of Farm Bureau Financial Services. She's a good friend of ours. Thank you for underwriting Catholic Women Now. She is an authorized independent agent of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa, and she just makes insurance simple for you. She's really committed to preparing you for your future and helping protect what matters most to you. Cindy Schulte is on the web at cindyschulte.com or 515-226-2111.
1: Well I, well, I want to welcome into the conversation here in, at Catholic Women Now, uh, Stephanie Kelsick and Stacy Koenigs. They are both physical therapists. Stephanie received her bachelor's degree from Simpson College and her master's in physical therapy from the University of Iowa. And Stephanie as well as Stacy that specializes in pelvic health the most rewarding part of the job for Stephanie is the privilege she feels to be able to work together with people to help them to achieve their goals to return to a healthy lifestyle and I think we'll talk a little more with her on that as well as with Stacy Stacy is lives here in Des Moines as well and works with Rock Valley Physical Therapy after earning her master's degree in physical therapy from Marquette University Stacy has spent more than 15 years helping patients improve their daily lives through individual attention to their needs and her passion as well as focusing on pelvic health. So welcome gals to the program. Stacy
2: and Stephanie, it sounds like a rock group.
1: So Stephanie, hello. <laughs> thank you. And Stacy, thanks for having us today. Oh, thank you for coming into the studio and being with us.
2: Well, explain to our listeners. We were I was trying to say it this morning. You guys are going to have to pronounce it because I know I probably butchered the, the term, but I think I called it diastasis recti or something like that. <laughs> Tell us how to pronounce it first, and then what is that? It's
3: diastasis recti, okay. though there are multiple pronunciations depending on, you know, if you're in a different country, there are, you'll maybe hear it other ways. Um, but what diastasis recti is, it's a separation of the abdominal muscles from the center line. So there's a... Uh, tissue called fascia it's a connective tissue that will hold it together in the middle so is it the vertical it's yes, a vertical it's a muscle. vertical okay um so it'll separate a little bit from the line um and so you'll see a little bit of a then you can see that bulge or kind of a pooch as a lot of yes. people will talk yes. about
1: and that's kind of what what's happening maybe when a woman is doing crunches and sit-ups and not getting that flat this tight abs that she desires There's
3: Potentially, yeah. you know, it's, it's certainly something to look at um, uh-huh. and look at, you know, maybe how they're, how they're engaging those muscles, which uh-huh. we'll talk more about
1: today. Uh-huh. So what would cause this type of thing?
4: There's a few things that could cause it, but I would say most often it's um, post during pregnancy, and, and so we recognize it postpartum, after the baby's delivered. Um, up to 50 to 60% of women experience some sort of separation of that muscle. It's just the nature of the growth of the tummy and, and right. making room for that baby. and And some women bounce right back, just depending on what your connective tissue is like. It's really common then, isn't it? It is very common. And there's
1: just no way to... To to know who would have it or not, it there's just it's just anybody. It's been right. People. It
4: it. I mean, certainly there are some risk factors that you know would be involved. Larger, multiple. You know, moms with multiples, so larger babies, um, obesity. You know, there there are a variety of other potential risk factors. But yeah, it is it. it It picks and chooses, not necessarily a genetic or anything.
2: I was watching a young girl on YouTube do some exercises and talk about this very thing. And she looked like she was, you know, pretty young, 20s. And I thought, well, she's never had babies yet. But then she said, yeah, I've had four. And I'm thinking, oh, she knew the right exercises beforehand. I mean, I'm assuming that it's a good preventative thing to do if you know how to isolate and exercise that muscle. Well, the muscle is the transverse abdomin- ab- abdominus mus-
4: muscle or the transverse abdominals, it's called. So it, it's a it's a muscle that's similar to like a corset, and it starts on your back and wraps all the way around in front. So, yes, our, our young athletes, male and female, you know, that we're seeing in the clinic before they're ever even thinking about babies, we are training them on this because it helps prevent back pain, prevent ankle sprains, if they're engaging the core, so this is kind of the core plus more. The the pelvic pyramid muscles, it's your transverse abdominals, your pelvic floor, your multifidus muscles that are in your back and working those all together just sets you up for success and um, so, yes, not necessarily um, comes all the time with pregnancy. Certainly, um, as I said, you know, chronic, chronic constipation. Um. Now, that
1: surprised me because I would never have thought that would do that. I mean, babies, you understand, they're, they're large and things like that and takes up, you know, a lot of stretching. But yes. that surprises me.
4: Yeah, that that using the Valsalva maneuver, having to bear down when you are oh. constipated, and 25% or more, I, in my opinion, um, it, are constipated, and that's not what we're necessarily talking about today. But it is something that Stacy and I talk about on a daily basis with our patients because it's so connected. And if you don't manage that and understand truly what it means i mean this is i go out to the school and talk to the adolescent girls about hey it's exercise water um proper proper um you know nutrition Mm. so all of those things affected and then if you're um, putting pressure on those muscles then it sets them up for and this is this is boys though too
3: absolutely so men and men and women can be affected Mm -hmm. um and certainly can be affected i'm you know, people sometimes are talking. Well, I'm a guy. I don't, I don't have the pelvic floor, but you, but they do. <laughs> you know, they, everybody has a pelvic floor, um, and so everybody really needs to learn how to engage it, use it, and help support the pelvis or pelvic organs, um, and just sets you up for uh, improved mobility um, and hopefully decreased injuries with being able to kind of have a nice strong core from the get-go with everything that we do.
1: Now you mentioned the pelvic floor, and I just want to say to our <laughs> listeners. When you're listening to Catholic Women now, and we're speaking with Stephanie Kelsey and Stacy Kennedy about pelvic health. But uh, we will be posting a YouTube, uh, Facebook video here after the show, demonstrating some of these things. So if you're sitting here listening, like I don't know what she's talking about, check out our Facebook page, and we'll have some a model that Stacy will be showing this whole.
2: Right. Or, okay. or rock their way because I've already been to see Stephanie and, you know, it's, it's amazing the exercises that you don't think about doing. And I mean, why aren't our sit-ups and our crunches working to help these things? What they can do, you know, if we're not
3: setting up ourselves for success by engaging that transverse abdominus muscle. So mm-hmm. what we need to do is, is, you know, if you watch a workout video, you go to a class, they say engage your core. And... We don't know know, what that means. What does that mean? We know what that means, but a lot of people don't know what that means. So Mm -hmm. they're like, oh, I think I got it, you know? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, engaging that core, but really knowing how to engage and and contract that muscle and use that muscle and maintain it while you're doing these exercises sets you up for success versus not really engaging that muscle. Then you can run into um, a risk of, you know, if you do have that diastasis recti, uh, you could potentially cause it to separate more Mm -hmm. and cause more damage or, you know, have more back pain um, and things like that. So, you know, making sure you know how to get it engaged and then go from there and train yourself that way.
1: So I have a um, question. So this, if a woman um, had this during childbearing years, but it's 20 years post, you know, her last child or something like that, and has not had it treated or had physical therapy for it, is it possible to regain it at that point in her life?
3: Absolutely. We can certainly look at, you know, again, looking at that muscle. That muscle's there. You know, we want to be able to use that transverse abdominus. So we want to look at how is she engaging it and helping her find that and in using it during all of her exercises and making sure that she's she's able to use that. And you'll find that um, that control will change how exercises feel. If she goes back to her exercise classes she's able to engage that, she's going to feel some different things, different muscles, and go, oh, maybe now I finally have, I can feel what they're talking about, what should be engaged and and where I should be feeling that that exercise. Whereas sometimes, no, I'm just feeling it mostly in my back, probably because that that core muscle is not helping support your back when you're doing things. Well,
1: and I think it's important, too, for someone to get the proper... Uh, expertise in this because it's a, like you said something to me, Stacy, yesterday when we were doing the video about it's training your brain to think about that muscle or to locate that muscle. It's not just feeling it, but there's just a there's a whole mind body thing here going on.
4: It's a preloading. So so these muscles, the pelvic pyramid muscles, should turn on. in in anticipation of your other muscles working. So that's the boat that we see people missing, you know, and, and it's so common for us to see women and some men, you know, of all ages, you know, where they're, they're like, gosh, I've been doing this wrong for this whole time. And, and, you know, it, and I say, it's good growth, this growth mindset, right? This is we're going to, we're going to figure it out. Yeah. We're going to figure it out and just knowledge is power. So when you understand what it shouldn't feel like, because sometimes it's very difficult. And those of you who look on the video, um, if you get an opportunity, it's very difficult for, um, I I would say the normal lay person to be able to say, am I doing it right? Or am I feeling, what am I Mm -hmm. feeling? So many times we just teach what it shouldn't feel like. It shouldn't feel like your tummy's pooching out. If it Mm -hmm. does, you're overdoing it. And Mm -hmm. we see this in very fit women. We see it in very, in elite athletes, and we see it in very deconditioned. So it kind of runs the gamut um, and, and is really so, It it's really awesome to see that light bulb turn on. It just empowers empowers people.
2: Are there any muscles, or excuse me, are there any exercises that we shouldn't do that could lend itself to a tearing or a splitting of this muscle?
1: Um, Um, They're thinking.
4: It's always difficult to say you should never. I don't like to use the, you know, I don't like to use the The never do this. But in general, I am not a big sit up crunch fan for because this is an area that I specialize in and see so many people do Mm -hmm. them incorrectly. Um, I'm not saying that with the proper training of making sure that there's not a level. But what do we all do, right? You go to, you, you're you watching an um, exercise video or you're in an exercise class. We want to push harder. Yes. We yeah. Well, you're stronger. encouraged to in a right. class. You go know, go, go yeah. further. Go, do yeah. it harder.
1: Leave and, it all here. <laughs>
4: right. And leave it all on the court. Yeah, exactly. And and many times that's where we get ourselves in trouble. Because so, we're already tired and that's when we. Or, yeah, when or we s-
1: think going faster is going to make us stronger, too. And then yeah. you lose exactly. your form, too. You
3: it's, hold your breath. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of risks there. There's so many ways to exercise and get your abdominals and work your core without doing crunches That's, and sit-ups. There's, there's so many other things you can do to really get a good good strength and work that control without... Just doing crunches. And I, just, I think a I long d- time ago, it was just crunches. You
1: know, I just want to know, can I do it without sweating? <laughs> <laughs> I don't <laughs> like to sweat. You
2: could. Yeah. You could. I you didn't you could. sweat. I didn't make you sweat. I no, didn't, you didn't. No. You didn't make me sweat. But we did
1: only work out for like two minutes. So. <laughs> oh,
4: right. Yes. It's cerebral. It's cerebral. That's true. Yeah, that's I, true.
1: <laughs> I had a friend... Um, post something about she just had a baby she's like in her first six weeks postpartum so she's not probably cleared to do exercises yet but she had this huge elastic abdominal belt that she was wearing and she said oh this is helping is there truth to that or not those big belt elastic belts to hold the body. Yeah,
4: I mean it's similar to wearing, you know, a support bra when you know. I mean, it it does give some extra support. It's not something you'd want to do forever, um, but I I don't see any harm in you know, particularly in that stage of of trying to kind of pre-position those right. muscles because for the last nine months, her tummy is in those muscles, muscles get strong in the positions we train them. And that's really what we're talking about with this. We don't want to train into the pooch, right? Mm -hmm. You want to train drawing away. Mm -hmm. So if if that support gives her a little bit of, um, you know, drawing in to tell her brain like, Hey, remember, this is where I'm supposed to be. Then that's, you know, I, I think that that's great.
1: I got, I got a question that I think we need to 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 talk about here because when I think of physical therapists, I think of rehab, I think of back problems, I think of joint things. You guys are in pelvic health and that's not something a lot of people think of when they think of physical therapy.
2: Yeah, the leak is what comes in. You start yeah. thinking about the leak. The Let's leak, just yes. call it Let's, that. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Correct. So we we certainly we treat all sorts of different things with, with pelvic health. Um and I think, you know, kind of where I started uh, to become more interested in it is looking at, you know, treating some of my just, you know, my patients with back pain. And, you know, there was something still there for some of them that I just, you know, the regular things that we would do, it worked for a lot of people weren't working for them. And there's another piece to that puzzle. And and what was it, right? And so we look and, and figure out that there's something going on. There's a connection to that pelvic floor. There's a connection kind of somewhere else in the pelvis. And there's so much going on in the pelvis. It's really kind of your center. Um, so we look at, you know, what else is going on there. But we have people who have pain postpartum, you know. Um, sometimes people have pain with Trying to have a bowel movement. Some people have leaking. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we see pain after a fall, and they've got uh, something with their tailbone. You know, and so we we treat that.
1: And that's Um, all part of
3: the pelvic floor and
1: pelvic muscles. Well, and
2: during jogging, laughing um sneezing you know those are typical things that you know you hear some women and I will say some of my friends you know we right, you, right. you, you got to be careful sometimes right. and urgency and frequency come into that as well it's always
4: that you don't know what you don't know yeah. right so if you don't know it's not normal to just go to use the restroom every 1 to 2 hours then you would think oh, i don't have a problem you know and and so teaching some of this it is a it's a it is a kind of intricate relationship and um and as I said, you know, a lot of women, that's why I've, we started talking to the adolescent girls. So it's starting at that point, they're getting that knowledge, you know, in in the beginning and what you don't want me to, um, to jick, right? What is a jick? Jick is just in case peeing. How many of us have been told, go use the restroom. I don't care if you have to go or not. Go use it. Or any car or, trip. Or, any yeah. car how, trip. How many of us kids. have said that, yeah. right? So um just, you know, kind of what what is the big deal with that and why how that affects this um this normal process that should happen. So So are
2: you saying we should not do that?
4: You should not. Oh. Ah, mm. Very interesting.
2: We've
1: all of, been missing. You kind of probably mis- work the muscles better trying to uh contain a little bit, mm. but
4: it's more about giving that bladder control. So you want to be in control. Right? Okay. Yeah. We are in control of our bladder, but that bladder's a muscle. To- the bladder is a muscle. Okay, you guy listened yesterday. Listen. Stephanie.
1: Well, I, you know, you you two have such a wonderful compassion and such a enthusiasm for what you're doing. I, you know, I could just see where you're you're so gentle with your patients. And why, um, how is it you got into women's health and this particular issue and and physical therapy in general? And how how that has um, been appealing to you and what you bring to it that you think that you as a person brings to your your work.
3: Um, I'd say, you know, getting into it, you know, working, like I just said before, we were, you know, I was looking for that extra piece. What else is going on? Why, why can't I get them all the way better? Right. Um, and I thought I'd never dive into that pelvic floor. That seemed scary at the time. Right. And, um, and the more I learned, the more I realized that, no, that's really a a big piece of a lot of, a lot of things that we're seeing in our patients and and there's not a lot of pelvic health therapists out there you know so so getting in there and, and knowing that we can do something more and we can um, and so I just kind of kept digging and kept taking more classes and learning more and and kind of that aha moment of oh I can I can help with that and I've had such great um, experiences with patients and getting to know you I mean you certainly get to know people Pretty well. (laughs) Working with with, them, visiting with them them while you're working. Yeah, absolutely. And so, just even seeing you know that change of somebody coming in and saying, "I don't, I don't see how you can help me because I've had this for twenty years. Yes, and there's no way. I don't know how physical therapy is going to help. And I look at that and say, you know what? Challenge accepted. Let's let's work on what what are we going to do to make that better. And and the best day is when they come in and they say, "Oh my gosh, it's better." and I feel better, and I can't believe that I've spent 20 years with this when it could have gotten better. I just didn't know.
1: And and I think so many
2: of us think that we have to go in and have surgical slings put in or or something like that.
1: This is just part of the aging process. process But there has to be this great aha joy for you when a person comes in and thinks, oh, my gosh, I can live a more normal lifestyle. Yes.
2: We're coming to the end, and I did just want to get this in. Share with us any little recommendations for relieving things like urinary incontinence? Because I know there were people, I told them on the radio this morning that we were going to get to that. We've got 30 seconds, so go. <laughs> so
4: go. <laughs> yes, there, there are a lot of things that we can do. We obviously don't prescribe medication, um, and we don't do surgery. So none, neither of those things. Um, it is a, a big, you know, we're, we look at what are you drinking, what are you eating, how are you exercising, how are you voiding, what, uh, what types of things, and then it comes down to the muscle, right? That pelvic floor muscle, which is called your levator ani. So your pelvic floor, it lifts things up. Um, Many women, oh, I've tried kegels. They never work for me. Well, how many were you doing? How long were you holding them? Were you dancing with your pelvic floor? Yes, proper form. 40% of women, you, you can't see this muscle. It's not like your bicep where your hand is coming towards your shoulder. So you know, it's working. It's it, it takes some work and, and don't, I would say if you're out there and you say, I've tried kegels, but you haven't spent some time with a with a pelvic floor specialist give it a try because chances are there's something that that we could you know teach you so absolutely i think
1: one more question that people may be wondering and i was too was does insurance cover these this type of thing absolutely okay that's good to know that's good to know well stephanie and stacy Thank you for joining us today here on Catholic Women Now. We're talking about pelvic health. And and thank you to Rock Valley Therapy to uh, let you come in today and take time off from work to be with (laughs) us. So, So thank you so much. We are grateful here at Catholic Women Now for the support of Fred Haas Law Firm. Fred provides personal attention to all his clients, and he's had 35 years of legal expertise. He understands people who have suffered personal injury and deal with significant pain and suffering. Potential clients receive a free consultation. He's located in Des Moines, but Mr. Haas is serving people throughout all of Iowa. 515-256-2301 or online at fredhaas.com. Fred, double D, Haas, double A.
2: Well, the rosary is coming up next, but let's
1: close with our own prayers. Let's close with prayers. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank you for the gift of this day, and we just praise you and give you glory for all the things in our lives. And Lord, let's just help us to realign ourselves with you and your will throughout the day. And blessed Mother Mary, put your mantle of protection over us and your maternal care. Hold us close, our loved ones as well, and our families. We ask this all in your name, Jesus. Amen. Name the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit.
2: Well, thank you for listening, and we would ask that you please consider making a tax deductible donation even this week before we get into the Carathon. We so appreciate um, your prayers as well as we try to continue to teach, evangelize, and defend the Catholic faith.
1: Yep. Now go do impossible things with God. Talking about the things that matter most to you, today's Catholic Women.
0: Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder is underwritten by Fred Haas. Over 30 years helping injured Iowans recover losses from accidents and work-related injuries. Fred Double D, Haas Double A. And Farm Bureau Agent Cindy Schulte, a licensed representative of Blue Cross Blue Shield of Iowa. CindySchulte.com. Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris Magruder Every Thursday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. On the radio voice for Catholic Women Now. Now, 1150 AM, 88.5 FM and 94.5 FM and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app, Iowa Catholic Radio.